0: Hey there. Welcome back to the Female Boss Podcast. This is your host, Ana Gonzalez, and I am so happy to have you here today. But before I get started, I want to congratulate you for tuning into this podcast. You could be doing anything else right now, but you decided to spend your time improving your mindset by listening to a podcast that can truly help you level up in your life and take one step further into your journey of entrepreneurship and personal development. Also, if you're interested in learning how to create your online course from scratch and how to land clients through social media, I am currently giving my listeners of the podcast free access to the online course that sells Masterclass. This is a 40-minute training that will teach you the four steps that you need to take to build a product that could potentially make you at least $10,000 a month. After you're done listening to this episode, make sure that you go to www.dibmasterclass.com or click the link in the notes of this episode. The Female Boss Podcast is a space where you can learn how to become the best version of yourself while you master tons of skills that can help you make money in the digital world. Make sure to keep listening for a special gift, and I cannot wait to read your feedback on iTunes. That would truly help me reach more people around the world. So thank you. Hi guys, welcome back to the female boss podcast. My name is Ana Gonzalez and in today's episode, I have an amazing guest. Her name is Cindy and she's the one that helps everyone land their dream jobs. Cindy, can you please tell us more about you? Of
1: course. Thank you so much for having me. First (laughs) off. Well, my name is Cindy Makita Dodd. I am, as Anna said, I'm a career coach by profession. um, So I have a company called Hired Institute, um, but I also run another business and as a client acquisition company that my husband and I run together. Um, So I'm an entrepreneur by profession, but really at the heart of what I do is I'm very, very passionate about people and impact. Um, and I help people land their dream jobs. I'm
0: guessing that during the time of COVID-19, you had a lot of uh, work because so many people needed to find a new job and so many people got laid up. So yeah. I guess my question for you today is, what would you recommend those people who lost their jobs during this pandemic? What should they do in this situation?
1: For sure. That's a really good question. So over the past three months, yes, I have been really busy, but it's been really a lot of helping people um, come out of the, you know, what they've been going through as a result of COVID-19. So a lot of people have been laid off. Many, many people were furloughed as well. um, as well as the existing job seekers that were already in the market prior to when COVID-19 hit, Um, unemployment right now is at its highest ever been here in the U S for a very, very long time. And so really there's three things that I tell job seekers to do if they've been laid off or furloughed. The first thing is make sure that your mind is in the right place. Um, to effectively sell yourself to an employer and to actually, you know, land a job and really do well in an interview, it takes confidence. So being able to effectively sell yourself, it means your mind has to be in the right place. So if you've been laid off or furloughed, the first thing you have to do is get your mind in the right place take some time to process your emotions and really, you know, come to terms with what has happened first, um, before you can actually take the next steps, because that's the essential part, right? If your mind's not in the right place, kind of with like, with everything right entrepreneurship or anything like that, if your mind's not in the right place, you aren't able to effectively do your best work or effectively sell yourself. So first and foremost, make sure that you take some time to yourself, take some time to deal with and process your emotions before um, moving on to the next step. Second thing I would tell um, somebody that's been laid off for furlough to do is to make sure that your resume and LinkedIn profile are updated. So I like to call these your marketing materials, right? This is for, this is for job seekers, your resume and your LinkedIn profile are your marketing materials. So make sure that they're updated make sure that you have a modern resume that's effectively selling your key skills and your strengths. Um, but also make sure that your LinkedIn profile is up to date. This is one area that some job seekers forget, but I always tell people, whether you're a professional or a job seeker, you have to have your LinkedIn profile up to date. LinkedIn is such a powerful platform. And um, I know on, my, on the other side, I actually do hiring as well um, with okay. my other company. So just seeing a candidate um, who has a LinkedIn profile that's up to date, it makes such an impact in your job search and it really makes an impression on the employer. So make sure that your resume and your LinkedIn profile are up to date. And then the last thing I would tell somebody to do if they've been laid off is to make sure that you're networking. Um, if for example, you've been laid off from your job, if people in your network don't know that you've been laid off, they can't offer you assistance or guidance or help. They can't um, refer you to jobs. So be okay with telling people that you've been laid off, right? So that they can actually help you. People in your network, I'm sure can refer you to somebody or keep their eyes and ears open. If something pops up, So make sure that you're networking and utilize networks and platforms like LinkedIn, um, to further grow your network, connect with people from different industries or industries that you're interested in, connect with them on LinkedIn, start expanding your network. So it's really those three things. Number one, get your mind in the right place. Number two, make sure that your marketing materials, your resume and your LinkedIn profile are up to date. And then number three, make sure that you're networking.
0: I love it especially I feel like a lot of people don't do the first step which Mm -hmm. is getting their mind in the right place yeah because they get sort of so overwhelmed when this happens and they don't know what to do and they probably just go and take the first job that they find and you know when you're in desperate times this might happen but like she said having your mind in the right place is going to help you make the best decision and I feel like it's a great advice you know when when people are taking this Choices or making these choices are going to be life changing because when you are seeking for a new job, believe it or not, it's going to affect you in your entire life. And I'm guessing that what you always tell people to do is to find something that they actually love doing. You know, that's what she actually teaches people how to do. So I feel like, especially when you live in America, um, you just try to survive and you try to look for the first opportunity. And I don't know if that's what, you know, some people have to do at the beginning or I don't know, but I feel like it's very important to get your mind in the right place. And yeah. also, I don't know, maybe write a plan and see what are the things that you like to do as well. Yeah. Um, awesome. And, but I love what you said about LinkedIn because it's a platform that I feel like a lot of people don't really notice um, how powerful it is. Yeah. And it's something that I've been using, but I feel like it's just to have it but I don't really know how to use it. You know, okay. like uh-huh. I have the profile and everything because I had like a digital marketing agency too. So like I was sort of like trying to have a good profile in it, but I, I don't really know like how to get clients in it, uh-huh. how to get higher in it. So, what would be some of the tips that you would give me and the people watching mm-hmm. to start using LinkedIn and you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. With LinkedIn it. is such a powerful platform. There's over 700 million users on LinkedIn and growing. So, wow. I mean, if whether you're a job seeker or a professional or an entrepreneur, you have to be on LinkedIn. What's great is that kind of two-sided, right? If you're a job seeker, not only can you put up a professional profile, you can tell an employer a little bit more about your story and your passions, as well as showcase your work experience and your strengths. That um, also allows you an opportunity to actually search for jobs and recruiters are on the platform looking for candidates like you, people that are job seeking um, for certain industries and certain roles. So not only can you put up your profile, but there's recruiters actually going in to search for job seekers. And it also allows you to look for jobs. That's on the one side. And then on the other side, as an entrepreneur or professional, you can actually showcase um, and use it to get leads. So I am very, very active on LinkedIn. Um, I'm a LinkedIn career expert. So I lend services to LinkedIn users um, through LinkedIn's platform, which is really great. And um, I use it to generate leads as well for my business, for my career coaching business. Um, And what's great about it is that you can have your profile up there, but you have an opportunity to do call to actions, to post videos, to post content. Um, And just by having my profile updated and it's up there um, and I engage regularly on the platform, I'm getting leads in every week just from LinkedIn um, because what's great is that people actually search for services they search for different things on the platform so if somebody goes in and they type in a career coach in my in Miami for example in my area um, they'll be able to see my profile come up and then request you know send me a message or something like that so it's so powerful on both fronts right not Mm -hmm. only as, as a business owner entrepreneur you can utilize it but as a job seeker as well and you know the beauty of LinkedIn is that there's more money exchanged per capita on LinkedIn than any other platform, wow. be it Instagram, LinkedIn, everything like that. So, as a service provider, as an entrepreneur, a business owner, you absolutely have to be on that platform and utilize it to your benefit. It's a very very different audience to something Mm -hmm. like Instagram or Facebook, right? Um, But these people are professionals. They're ready to engage in, you know, uh, speaking to people. They're ready to engage in purchasing or um, looking for different services as well. So it's really really I highly recommend if you are not on LinkedIn, now is the time to get on.
0: That's amazing, and I feel Mm -hmm. like what you said that not a lot of people who are on Instagram maybe or on platforms like youtube or tiktok are gonna be on linkedin but maybe that's a good thing because then the people on linkedin are ready to make business because that's what they're there for Mm -hmm. um i have used it i haven't really used it as a networking app and that's my mistake i gotta follow her advice for sure (laughs) (laughs) but i've published some videos and i have seen people click on the links and then actually go into my other platforms so i feel like it's really good for yeah for repurposing as well
1: definitely um
0: but yeah i love that guys if you haven't gotten on linkedin yet follow her advice go ahead and do it it. and one of the things that i do want to do on linkedin and in any other platform is outsourcing you know this mm. is something that i asked you maybe like a month ago and it's because i've been doing everything myself in yeah. my business and i feel like you know at the beginning sometimes you have to do it i feel like maybe you have to do it i don't know you are gonna answer that for me but mm. at the beginning i thought that i had to do everything and it took so much time and so much effort that i feel like if i had hired someone to help me from Mm -hmm. the beginning i would have finished everything way faster i would have been more productive so i guess my question for you is when do you think is the right time to hire the right talent Mm -hmm. and then how do you do this you know how do you go about this What is the best things that you would look in a candidate?
1: Mm, that's a great question. And I think for me just starting my business, I started it this year in my own personal business for nice. career coaching. And at the beginning I was doing everything as well. Um, and I, I kind of took that as a season to learn and to grow, right? Cause if I was going to hire somebody, I would want some direction, um, or to give them some direction. Like, okay, I like my Instagram, um, content in this way. And I like my Facebook in this way. I like my LinkedIn in this way. Um, so I really embraced that season of doing everything by myself because I'm sure as you can agree, like yeah. you learned so much, right? Oh, just by, getting scrappy, figuring it out, YouTube, like Googling, (laughs) YouTubing things like that to try and figure it out. Um, and I'm sure that also helped you to be able to give that person that you hire more direction and more guidance, Mm -hmm. right? so, So that you can lead them. But for, for one, I would say start off by seeing what areas of your business you can outsource right? It's not necessarily at the get go that you have to have five different people that you're outsourcing things to. Mm-hmm. I think it's a process, right? Starting with one thing at a time. Um, so your time is your most valuable resource. So finding ways like how can I maximize my time as an entrepreneur, your time is so, so, so valuable. So thinking mm-hmm. about how can I maximize my time if editing a YouTube video, editing a YouTube, I mean, a, a YouTube or an Instagram video, um, is taking me three to four hours. And I can outsource it to somebody that can do it maybe in an hour or less and or it's a lot cheaper, like You know, do the math. It's definitely a lot easier for me to outsource it, pay some money, um, and then get somebody to do it because I can save that two, three, four hours and actually invest in things that are going to propel my business forward. Work on getting more customers, work on getting sales, things of that nature. Um, So it's really being cognizant of, number one, that your time is very valuable. And then what areas of your business can you outsource? Um, I recently got a VA towards the beginning of my business, maybe a month or two in. I was like, okay, now I need help. Like I've been trying to do this all by myself. Mm -hmm. and I felt like it was the time for me to get a virtual assistant. Um, And the process that I took for that was um, I hired three to start. I gave them each an assignment to do. And then based on how they communicated with me during the assignment and the output of what they gave, um, I hired based on that. Because I see many people, they'll go on something like Fiverr or Upwork and they'll hire maybe the first person whose profile looks really good and they say they can do what what you're asking for, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then the approach that I took was actually looking at three people, three candidates, just like you would in like an interview kind of, right, okay. for, for a job position or something. Um, and then seeing how did they communicate? What was the, the, the output of the work that they did? Did I actually enjoy working with them? things like that. It makes such a big difference because the candidate that I chose was the one that communicated the best with me. I actually loved working with her. What she produced, you know, from the assignment was amazing. And that's how I made my decision. So just doing a little bit of a test or trial run really, really helps, especially if you're outsourcing or or looking to hire a VA or any other area of your business.
0: That's amazing. So you basically Mm had sort of like a test. I want to say, face Yes, them, yes, and, exactly. but they knew it was a test. Yes, they did, okay, uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. and they got
1: paid for it as well, right, because wow. they were producing the work. Um, but it was short. It was like a one assignment. Um, I just want to see how you communicate. I want to see how you do the work, how you follow instructions, nice. things of that nature. And But it really, really helped. And I still have my VA till today. She's amazing. She's a rock star. <laughs> no. um, and and it, was, it was just so worth just taking that few extra time to <laughs> actually um, like interview and, and give them that assignment. It was wow. definitely helpful. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> I'm in the look for a va as well mm-hmm. i've been looking at some candidates too and i found them through facebook groups but uh, where would you be where would be the places where you would think it's worth to find mm-hmm. sort of like a va or any other employee related to like uh administration? administration yeah administration,
1: yeah. administration? Uh-huh. um that's a good place i a good question i use upwork upwork okay. is like my go-to <laughs> um for anything that i when i'm outsourcing work i look on fiverr as well but upwork has really been the place where at least i found my va okay. and if i'm doing things like outsourcing somebody to um create a youtube video or um uh revamp one of my workshops Work is like my first go-to. Nice. Um, I think it's very affordable. You can find somebody that's you know that's willing to work within the pay range that you have, mm-hmm. especially on shoppingers. You know, maybe finance is not easy. Costs can be very expensive, yeah. and you're just trying to like make it month to month, depending on where you are in your business. And I think keeping cost in mind is is very, very important too. So you can actually work with your budget and see, you know, who can I hire for X amount of time a week to actually help me with certain things and I found that Upwork has been a really really great place to do that nice. mm-hmm. and, I, and my nice. VA is part-time she's not full-time mm. she's part-time and we work very very well together which is which nice. is great so that's another piece of advice you don't necessarily have to hire somebody for 40 hours a week if your business can't afford it right yeah. just being cognizant of that I think is really important but you can get help even if it's five ten hours a week it'll yeah. make a big 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 difference wow
0: that's amazing yeah. I've, I've
1: used Upwork too I've,
0: I think I used used it last year a few times and it was good, the good thing is that you're, I feel like your money is more secure there mm-hmm. than sh- if you just hire someone from somewhere else, like yeah, if you don't like something, then you know, I feel like Upwork is gonna have your back no matter what, mm-hmm. so I do think it's a great platform for that, yeah. um, I definitely have to look into it when it comes to my VA, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I haven't done that research there, um, but yeah, so I forgot the other question
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: good okay so now you guys know exactly how to hire people how to find your job during this season or any other season and you also know that you can reach out to her if you need any help when it comes to career coaching but I also wanted to ask you another question because I know that you're also an entrepreneur and although you help people find their jobs you are a business owner, so I wanted to ask you what will be the three tips that you will give to people to be more productive.
1: Mm, yeah, I talk about productivity a lot, especially as an entrepreneur. It's so 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 key, right? Just like you mentioned earlier, like guarding your time and being cognizant of your time is really important. So, um, for me personally, morning routines are a must for me. So in the morning, I have my routine that I do day in and day out, and it sets. Kind of the trajectory for the rest of my day so what you do in the morning really does like set the tone for the remainder of the day um, so my personal routine is my husband and i wake up between five and six a.m on a good day it's five a.m now during quarantine it's been more towards six <laughs> <laughs> but we're flexible none- nonetheless <laughs> so we wake up um, and i do a meditation a prayer meditation first thing when i wake up to get my mind in the right place um, we then work out together we have coffee and then i plan out my day Okay. And when I plan out my day, I make sure to do blocks of time for certain sections. So, so for example, if I have to do client work, I'll block out time in my calendar just for focused client work, nothing okay. else. So as in all my emails are closed out, every other distraction is put away. That's the time that I have to just focus and dedicate to that one area. Nice. And the same thing with exercising, like my morning routine, my mornings are they're guarded. They're sacred. That's what I do. That's my time. So I'm okay. not scheduling anything during that time too. So number one, morning routines, right? Because they set the intention for productivity and, and having a good rest of the day Mm -hmm. and then number two using time blocking i found that really really helpful um to just be more productive so if i'm blocking out maybe an hour or two a day to work on social media an hour or two maybe more a day to work on client work it just depends what that looks like and because I'm juggling between two businesses, um, it's really helpful for me to block out those, you know, that time within my schedule so that I know during this time I'm working just on this. And then when I switch, I'm working on something else for the next one to two hours because task switching, right? Going from one thing to another, to email, to text, and to, it, it can get very, very distracting number one and you're so yeah. much less productive when you're moving from task to task so i highly recommend definitely blocking time off on your calendar i um, setting your intention in the morning is also really helpful and then being very very protective of your time i yeah. am still i'm learning how to do this i'm learning <laughs> how to say no more because you know everybody wants to pull your time in different yeah. directions and as an entrepreneur you need to know like what are those activities that i actually have to do not only to progress like my revenue to push my revenue forward but to serve my clients to grow my business yeah. and like what are those activities that are going to serve that and build into that everything else is like added extra that either does not need to be done yep. um, or you can move to a, for a later date or outsource or something like that right but being very cognizant of um, my time is really really precious mm-hmm. and saying no to activities that are not serving my business not serving my time I and saying it. yes to things that are actually like the priority so every day, asking yourself the question like, what is my priority today? What are my priorities? What do I absolutely have to get done to grow my revenue, to get more clients? Um, because without revenue and clients, I mean, you have that's, no business, yeah. right? Like That's mm-hmm. the focus. Um, so yeah, those are just f- a few tips that I at least implement in my life and they've been really, really helpful and I hope that they were helpful for you all <laughs> too. Nice.
0: I love how you said that you're pro- protected with your time and mm-hmm. that's something that I, I was thinking about asking you because to me, I feel like especially at the beginning when you're when you're just starting out you don't know how to explain or at least it happened to me you know my friends will ask me to hang out with them or people will try to take part parts of my time parts mm. of my day and i'm like you know i don't really have a schedule you know at the beginning i was like i don't really have a schedule i don't have to be at a certain mm. place at a certain time because i'm an entrepreneur i'm a business owner i work from home yeah but then if you're not protective or your time and you're not Really making that space, you know, maybe even if it's, if it's my computer, if it's my room because I'm working for my room, maybe it's, it's just your home or your yeah. Starbucks, you know, <laughs> you go to yeah. Starbucks, and that place has to be sacred because you have to make you know you have to actually work on your business in order to see results and yeah. when you have people around you who are trying to take you out of it because they don't feel like you have a commitment
1: yes then they just don't get it they don't yeah understand. they don't get yeah. it they're like i mean you set your own schedule like, yeah <laughs> let's hang out yeah no no <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly so
0: I feel like it's a, a lot of times it can be hard to mm. set these boundaries and that's the most important thing. So crucial. Set those boundaries yeah. and take your business seriously. When you are an entrepreneur, you might feel like, you know, now you have more time to do whatever you want, but no, you have even more responsibility because when you yeah. are working for someone else. You're getting paid. You're being told what to do. But when you're an entrepreneur, it's it's a lot harder. Like a lot of people to think. To disciplined. That, yeah, you have to be a, a lot more disciplined, and you have yeah. to set your own schedule, be your own boss, and being your own boss is not as easy as a lot of people think. You mm-hmm. know, being your own boss is about. Actually making things happen on your own without having someone telling you what to do That's why for me, it's so crucial to hire someone because even you know I'm 23 years old and I'm like doing all this things by myself and I feel like you know I don't know maybe I'm crazy But I feel like sometimes you need someone helping you out and telling you like reminding you like you need to do this today like Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll wake up and feel like ah, you know like I don't really want to do that but then I remember that I have to work mm-hmm. in order to make my business happen and in order to make everything happen. And yeah. sometimes when you have a team of people, it's a, it, I feel like it's,
1: it's a, like little a bit Add better. extra accountability. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like you're getting stuff done. When I was building my last course, I hired someone to help me with the website and to help me with the website of the course. Even mm-hmm. though it wasn't really hard to do, I feel like having that those deadlines with her Helped me a lot because mm-hmm. you know I had to give her stuff to do and, and I was paying for it. So am I yeah. gonna pay and not get things done? So uh, this led like, deadlines were really like pushing me to do things better. And when you hire someone, I feel like you can tell them hey I want to finish this project by this time so can you remind me today mm-hmm. but you also have to have that self-discipline of yes that's so doing it that's so key.
1: yes I think the discipline is like one of the the biggest things in entrepreneurship like being yeah. disciplined to know like okay I'm not gonna at, at this stage of my life or this stage of my entrepreneurship journey like I'm actually gonna sacrifice going out I'm gonna yeah. sacrifice hanging out with my friends I'm gonna sacrifice uh, taking two hour breaks in the middle of the day yeah. right to actually work on my business but it requires discipline mm-hmm. and then just on another note you, you were talking about how people want to pull you in different directions and my friends my family all know like i am focused on my business so you know during the week when i i work monday to saturday during the week that's my time for my business everything else like i'm not I'm not, you know, going to be calling you out or like going out or things like that. And I've let my friends know my friends know Cindy, you know, is not going to come out during the week because she's like focused on her stuff. So actually communicating that with your friends, with your family, people that could potentially be the ones pulling you away from your business, just sharing with them your goals, your vision, you know, your drive, things like that. Like I'm working on my business and I want you to be along this journey with me, but it is going to require some sacrifices to be made on my part. So I won't necessarily be able to hang out like I used to. These are just some examples right but yep. being very 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 sacred and, and cognizant <laughs> of your time i think is crucial
0: i feel like these have been some amazing topics that we've been talking about and i'm so grateful that you took the time to be here in the female boss podcast and awesome. so many people need this help so many people especially now they need to find you know when when it comes to finding their jobs you need someone like cindy you know and and this is something that i always tell people to do Don't be afraid to take a job. Don't be afraid to make your dreams come true. And if you need help, just hire coaches coaching i feel like it's obviously it's what i preach about every single day but it's one of the reasons it's one of the most it's one of the most amazing resources that you have available for you and all you have to do is reach out to people so what are
1: some of the places where we can reach out to you cindy of course so it is at cindy makita on instagram facebook twitter TikTok, um also my youtube channel cindy makita and linkedin linkedin is awesome so update your profile connect with me on linkedin (laughs) and then we can go from there that's amazing
0: we're gonna follow we're gonna follow all the tips that you gave us today we're super happy to have you here and we hope to have you again sometime soon if you have any questions just leave them in the comments down below and reach out to her have a good day Bye
1: bye
0: i'm so happy that you listened to today's episode i really hope that it helped you out If you want to help me out, something that would do it is to write a review on iTunes. It can help me boost my podcast and help many other people too. It only takes one minute and I would love to promote you on the next episode. So make sure that you leave your Instagram handle. If you want free access to the online course that sells Masterclass, go to www.divmasterclass.com or click the link that's in the notes of this episode. I really hope that you like this podcast. I will do my best to share at least one episode per week, so it will mean the world to me if you subscribe and share this with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you can also enjoy my next episode next Monday. Have an amazing day and an amazing week. Goodbye.